Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. On this, after April's Fools, I'm here, Chipmunk, with me as always is the Mr. Gimpy. How are you no, today, sir? No, no, <laughs> no. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Doing you're what, not doing, You're not doing the, the soft-spoken uh, fucking audiobook chip level of intro, This dude. is how this I've is, always talked. This I don't is know the goddamn most hype most uh, off the wall fucking video game podcast there is dude so we start dude, off game we start off i think wrestlemania's properly. got you too high feet dude i might dude it might it might night, night one finished um you know let's let's just let's just say because i mean i think everyone on the pod knows that you and i both both enjoy the the wrestling you know um yeah, did you watch it wrestling. no man wrestlemania is too damn long dude like it's like two days now, three days. Uh, I like days, to watch yeah. the highlights afterwards. Like uh, okay. people make uh, suspiciously, you know, copyright-free videos of like <laughs> all the highlights of all the matches and stuff, and I just yes. usually watch that. Okay, but it's a lot of hype. I know, like, uh, was it Charlotte Flair was there? Uh, Sami Zayn, uh, KO, fighting the USO boys. Yep, uh, yeah. they're out there t- yep. tussling with the muscle, dude. Yeah, I uh, I, won't watch spoil, it, you think? I won't spoil anything for you. Um, night one was very satisfying though. It was it was, it was oh. fun. There was only one, maybe two segments where I was just like, "Blah," you know. But that's to yeah. be said when you have such a big show and it's supposed to be, it's supposed to appeal to everyone. Um, it's true, man. You, you know, uh, the YouTuber Logan Paul impressed once again. Um, I heard he slammed a bottle of Prime through an announcer table. I'll leave you to watch that, but yeah, it was it was it was, it was fun overall, man. Yeah. I had I had fun with it, you know. Um, um, the women's mat women's uh, tag team match with uh, uh, Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and uh, uh, Lita oh, versus back. versus Damage Control, just for you know, like the one night only. But it was yeah. cool seeing them all all wrestle again. Um, uh, Lita just looks her timing's just really off, you know. It's been um, a while, man. And like she did some of the most insane, you know, high flying maneuvers True. back in the day. True. But it There's... all kind of feels ancient and antiquated by today's like female wrestling standards. But there really wasn't like a female wrestling division when uh, Trish yeah. and Lita were doing it. They kind yeah. of created well, it. There's a moment they where had, they like the Diva title Lita. still. No, she had a championship for. <laughs> I know, but like they, they created She's it. Their uh, transition. It, yeah. 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 It left the business with the last women's champion. And after that, like Vince was so burned because like that, that was one of the reasons for the Montreal screw job was the women's champion a couple of years prior yeah, left with yeah, the women's just belt. Tossed it in the trash. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, but there's a moment, there's a moment, and, and I'll let you spot it, but I will say um, Trish sets Lita up for the poetry in motion. And. It just was the sloppiest poetry motion I have ever seen. Um, but that being said, that was probably like the one like just kind of kip up, or you just eh, a moment in that match overall. It was very fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Damage Control were very very fun heels. Uh, Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio their match was very fun as well. Uh, I absolutely love Dom as a heel, and his whole prison gimmick is the funniest shit in a long time. So, you know, shout out yeah. shout out to those guys and and him for staying in his heel character when his dad uh, got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and then when he had a WrestleMania moment 
and had his mom and sister in the ring as well. And Dom was kind of just like, oh, man. Eddie's son. Exactly. Yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff. Um, We'll see what night two brings. Um, I'm confident it'll be very good. I'm confident the uh, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes storyline will will finish in a in a satisfying way whoever wins one way or another yeah yeah either way i like i like both i like the build-up um uh there yeah it was fun even the matches that i didn't think were were going to be that great were very fun like there's mm-hmm. one like i think of all the matches one of i think we'll both agree on the low light um, oh for matches you know so so we'll, we'll see we'll see but yeah man i, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. Auspicious. Nice, yeah, man. well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. It seems uh, like so, the WWE games have been like pretty busted every year. Uh, AW said so they're appar- coming out the game, two, but apparently, two K twenty three is good. All right, it's good again. <laughs> like it's, apparently, they have the like, AEW game years. comes out August or something like that. Uh, they had to push it back. They, I don't know. Kenny Omega says because there's so much blood in it. Like they're, they're just like it's like a Mortal Combat level line, of blood. He's a, he's a line sack. Uh, oh yeah, you think it's a, is that a work shit. inside yeah, of? Yeah. yeah, if we if we can have a game uh, with based on like you know Dante Dante's uh, you know Divine Comedy with the fucking nine levels of hell, including just like you know just the most fucked up shit you've ever seen. I'm I'm sure that game was fine. Uh, we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I, I don't know. Who knows? Too it could have been like the executives being like, "We need this to be E for everyone. Like, get rid of all that stuff that you've been working on this whole time." <laughs> like, I thought we we're making a mature wrestling game for no, hardcore they're doing, they're doing wrestling video games. Yeah, they always, wrestling games always shoot for T. T for everyone. Because whenever you hit someone, like, and it's a realistic person, you you just automatically get a T. And then if you add blood, it depends how much blood. So. Well, apparently it was fount- fountains of fountains blood of was blood. the problem. Buckets of blood. <laughs> Buckets of blood. Of blood. Yeah, right. For sure. Blood and guts. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what have you been up to, Chip? It's been a... Oh, man. We played I Halo started... together. Um, I'll let you know, oh, yeah. We'll that happened. About, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you say. Just fill everybody in what you went uh, up to. I was playing more and more League of Legends lately. I started watching that Arcane uh, have you never seen it? I thought we talked about. No, nah, I haven't seen it. Oh, no, yeah. like, I suggested it. I was like, I'll said, check it out. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. it was eh, it was okay. It was fun. It, was, it felt uh, it felt like almost like some of the dialogue was written by robots a little bit. Like everything just had to be like more epic and grandiose. Uh, but then it was like it had it suffered from that like uh, tone whiplash that a lot of modern stuff suffers from, where it's like uh, we're talking extremely serious. Uh, am I right, cuz? You know, they just like throw in like random oh, uh, sure. new age slang. You know, sure. it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Sure. I don't know. Where they'll be like, yeah. And then there's like the duality too of like the two cities as well in that show. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense where you have like the slums with, you know, more lowbrow stuff, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The high society. But it, yeah. But sometimes like they just kind of like slip the dialogue in between both of them a little inter- too interchangeable for my taste. But overall, look gorgeous. Uh, Good animation, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah I, I give it, I give it a solid seven point five out of ten, dude. I mean, that's around what I gave it. I gave it an eight myself, but yeah, we're we're, we're at that point we're we're splitting hairs, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I I thought so for me with that show, and I can't believe we're talking about it now, like two years after the fact. But um, no, it's like a year after the fact, right? Anyway, um, 
I, I absolutely loved Jinx, uh, her characterization, her character video that came out, which was like the like, music video or whatever of Get Jinxed. Wow. I thought was super fun. Um, to me, it felt like it was like the best Harley Quinn impersonation they could do. Like, I don't know. It felt weird to me. For the music video or for uh, Arcane itself? Just her char- Arcane. Her yeah. own character. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But she, th- there was also just like a point where she kind of had this bit of innocence about her. You could tell like, like uh, it was just like a corruption along the way, which is like kind of tied into the betrayal and then like the mind games that uh, the big bad kind of played as well. Um, Vi, I was not a real big fan of in the game. Uh, yeah, the show, I wasn't a fan of her in the show, bro. Really? The like, show made she me just, like her. The show made me like she her. She kept showing up everywhere. Did they try to make her like the MC? But like maybe that was like the biggest problem for me. It's like there's no main character. Like there was like you know the the whole world was the main character. I thought uh, they did they did well though. There's um I don't know. I'm looking forward to if they do it. She would just like two. just show up random places. Like she just <laughs> just like I'm here because they need me to be here now. <laughs> She's like in Jace's forge, and it's like how did she get right, in here? Why is she right. here? Um, I will say this. Um, She's I helping them out, a, like take down. I thought they did like, a very gens. good establishing of the t- two cities so far and league lore has it's it's, it's actually a really big world we have all these characters yeah. from different parts of it and like I'm, I'm looking forward to what arcade season two brings and i'm hoping to bring some piltover people over um, get some of the pirates in i want to see gangplank i want to see misfortune um yeah. you know let's let's get master yi in, in here you know let's, okay. let's yeah, yeah, see what that, happens man. I want you know, blitz, um, Bring back I the, blitz. I thought the fight, yeah, hell yeah. I thought the like the fight scenes in the show were very good, and I didn't have high hopes because of the 3D animation. Um, but it, it it won me over. It it looked gorgeous, and I thought uh, bringing in Imagine Dragons for the uh, intro gave it this level of bigger budget feel. I was watching um, with my buddy, and they hated the intro. The, uh, intro. <laughs> They're like, "What's with that. this song?" They're not. Familiar, I was like, but yeah. I th- I thought it, it fit perfectly, and the fact that you have it like an established like mainstream act, kind of, it, I thought it boosted the show much like yeah. uh, uh, with the cyberpunk edge runners anime and using and using uh, you know the song "This Fire" from Franz Ferdinand as its intro. I thought boosted uh, the sh- the show a bit from this like niche video game like uh you know offshoot thing to something that for everyone because it had something that everyone could recognize so i okay. I, I thought it was good um but okay, yeah, street you know, cred to the kids i i to, to the mainstream because as i said before and with Guillermo del toro said when he won the oscar for pinocchio animation is art animation is filmmaking animation is here to stay whether it's 3d whether it's 2d i think that animation is for everyone it's not just for kids and i think the with our the current generation that people are like our generation and the generation right behind us know that animation can tell great stories no matter the age group you know yeah it it definitely feels like you're at least in America and the West, that uh, it's been it's, always it's really more the geared West's towards, problem. Yeah, yeah. for kids, yeah. Uh, it's like Disney. Disney did a done did the thing, dude. That's true. That's true. And Congress too. Congress stepped in and made laws about stuff too for advertising. Well, that that was that wasn't even like a law. Law. It was uh, the FCC kind of cracking down on Saturday morning cartoons. If you remember. They're just uh, advertisements for children. They're, like, they're like, it's advertisements for toys, and they needed a message, so hence the GI Joe going, you know, the more you know, and all that, you know, or whatever. Yeah, it's to be so educational. Like yep. Yeah, dude. It's yep. weird. 
yeah. had to become more propaganda wasn't it wasn't enough exactly so yeah, yeah man, dude, i'm playing I'm, some I'm, league dude i'm excited that, that that you that you played it so um to update everyone we we uh I, I hosted a giant custom game on uh, Halo Infinite uh, last Wednesday. Uh, Chip showed yeah. up. A lot of a lot of our buddies showed up. I, I left the room open for whoever wanted to join. So we had, uh, I think at one point we had twelve people. You know, so, a lot. Yeah, you know, that's it's, it's a lot of people for custom games. And we did Forge, and we realized how unbelievably broken Forge is. But also. I had a blast, dude. I, I, okay. I had a good time. We got the game ball working right after you left, too. Oh, I found, I found yeah, the menu worked. kept crashing for me still. Uh, the game they, crashed uh, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask when you were in the game, did you have fun? It seemed like you're having a good time. Yeah, I was having a blast, man. We got yeah. a, a picture with everybody. I was like, everyone line up. Yeah. Uh, group photo. Yeah. Was awesome. so, so I will say, um, I think the time of me playing infinite for like grinding rank and doing competitive shit, I think that's, that's done. Dang. You're Um, hanging up the halo master chief helmet for now. Uh, there may be something that pulls me back. Hanging up the infinity gauntlet, dude. But, um, the custom games were way more fun than ranked has been, you know? Yeah. Um, it almost so, made me want to like mess around with Forge a with little Forge, bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, man, these maps are kind of shit. I could make a better map. Exactly. Like, this is like the most said, popular some ones. Of the good maps, though. You saw how how powerful Forge can be, though. Like with yeah. like the the new the custom nodes and stuff. There, uh, I didn't get a chance to play, but they have a, a Stranger Things like Buyer's House map where you had a portal yeah. that sent you to the upside down. Yeah, the, the back rooms from the if you know your SCP lore. Yep, 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 yep. We did the back rooms through a video the, game. Yeah. Yep, yep. With that, so I just confused so, everyone. They're like, "What is this shit?" And I'm like, "You guys don't know." I didn't I don't want to go. I knew you do, and I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just like shaking my head. I'm like, "Okay, I guess nobody." I'm like, "Yeah, this is weird." I guess nobody right, spent a considerable time online, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe everyone was just pretend like they didn't know because nobody wanted to be the guy who's like SCP. This is it, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but. <laughs> You fell into the video game realm, dude. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man. Um, I, I like I said, I had fun with custom games in Halo. Um, you know, we'll see if rank comes back in, into into full gear with me. But uh, at this point in time, I I don't feel the need for it. Um, uh, you know, other other little little updates here. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, um, Counter Strike, Counter Strike Two. Oh, damn it. You know, what were you going to say? Did they change up Counter-Strike? Dude, it looks different to me now. For CS2? My nostalgias. Yeah. The game looks better, more modern. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, they're going to Source 2 for, for the next Counter-Strike. Or are you talking about Global Offensive when I was playing it? Global Offensive, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that had like a coat of paint a couple of years ago. Um, okay. Gunskins uh, switch it up. And then they, they've they've reworked a lot of the maps as well. Um, to not have like such clear sight lines and stuff, but still keeping the uh, soul of the map alive, which I think they so far they've done a very good job. Uh, the Is new remake, although... still fun, man. Yes, it's all right. Counter Strike. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Have you? Right. Did you play it before? I played the OG original Counter Strike one point six A. So did yeah. I. So did I. Did you like it then? Yeah, we used to land. We used to play Counter Strike. It was great. Okay. Okay. Okay, so Counter Strike is hands down the funnest FPS that is out. 
There is, in terms of pure gameplay, especially like the tech shooter realm, there's no competition. It's basically uh, the chest of FPSs. I feel it is, yeah. Um, here's the problem, though. Uh, the matchmaking is completely broken, uh, and cheaters are have swarmed the entire game. That being okay. said, the maps are completely goaded, and the gunplay is top-notch. The sounds are top-notch, and... Like as the game just feels so good, it keeps you playing, even despite yeah, the cheaters, despite the bullshit. It keeps you seems playing. Seems like there's a ton of sweaty tryhards on there for me. Like I was just like, yeah, I can't even just play it, it casual. It does, but that's part of. The, I don't know, dude. That's part of the fun. I don't know, man. It's it's because like I've I've been playing that game since I remember it was beta. I want to say it was like beta three or something like that. Like it was like right before it was like right before the one point release. Um, that's when I got into it. I got the mod, um, downloaded it. I remember, you know, back in the day on my parents' computer and, um, I've been playing it off and on since I, since like 99, dude. So it's a game that I've always gone back to. I've been playing Counter-Strike longer than I've been, than, you know, Halo. It's like basically Halo, Counter-Strike, uh, Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, Jedi Academy were my, my games that I played a shit ton of. So um, new Jedi Academy coming out soon? Uh, there's a VR um, remake coming oh, or, for right. it, but um, yeah, there's a new Jedi, Modern one was Jedi Survivor thing too. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, man, Counter Strike has been has been fun. Um, CS2 with improved anti cheat with um, going to Source Two. Um, it's probably the reason I got back into Counter Strike uh, because I want to be I want I don't want to be rusty for Counter Strike Two, and um, I hope that Valve meets my expectations and there's no reason to believe why they won't so we'll yeah, see man. come summer get gabe on the phone tell him get after right. it right right, right. but um we'll see that, you. yeah man yeah if, if you're interested in joining us man obviously come on in come through dude like all right yeah I'll think we, about oh, it we got some buddies in yeah no big deal um that being said, uh, let's. I wanted to talk about something here. I know we usually talk about games we're working on, game things that are happening in the industry, and um, I wanted to just kind of put that Is on there a any pause. Big moves like, like my own, my own. Oh, like, E3 personal, was canceled. Yeah, E3 was canceled. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit longer, a, a little bit at the end. Um, uh, my own personal yeah, projects. I feel like we're still working it. on it. But um, here's the thing: uh, dark and darker. Uh, yeah. They are are going through it right now. So those of you who don't know, Dark and Darker is a the upcoming document is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not a lawyer. Um the fu- Dark and Darker <laughs> is a Don't seek game us for legal that... or financial advice. <laughs> it's a game that's um in the extraction shooter genre. Um but it's set in medieval times and it's a little more melee combat focused. And, um, so you you go into these instance dungeons, you're looting, you're PVP, PVEing, and you're getting the fuck out. Yeah. Extraction. Extraction shooter. Melee. <laughs> medieval. Extraction medieval shooter. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dark and Darker has started to, like, just, just roll down the hill, get bigger and bigger and bigger like a snowball, you know? It was snowballing down. And, um, and then... The last Steam Next Fest with a demo, it set it, it set own personal records. Millions of players were logged into Dark yeah. and Darker and playing. Yeah. I, I had a blast. Um, that was Dark okay. and Darker has been the. <laughs> you think everything's okay? There's no. There's. there's the, I. I can't wait for the game that comes out where Chip is just like, "This is the best fucking game I've ever played." 
Yeah, the Fortnite was kind of like that when the before all the building meta took over. Gotcha. I thought H1Z1 was pretty much like that. Uh, PUBG okay. didn't really do it for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I like a good battle royale. I like a uh, okay. Hearthstone. I like long walks on the beach. Uh, okay, okay. You know, Summer's okay. Day, a good book. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right, so Stark and Darker um, just exploded in popularity. Yeah, and um, heard that new D and D movie's really good. <coughs> That's the word on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see it as well. It looks fun. It's just kind of on um, theme. My bad. <laughs> uh, so dark and darker. Um, the heads of the company are former Nexon employees, and apparently, um, in the annals of Nexon, um, a very similar game was pitched, and like preliminary development started on it, and then Nexon passed on the project. Uh, the people who Happens were working on it left Nexon and uh, pulled the resources together, started a gaming game development studio, and started making Dark and Darker. Um, yeah. Alpha 1, the betas before Steam Next Fest happened, no one said a thing. Steam Next Fest happens, and all of a sudden, right after, Darker the Darker Darker devs get a cease and desist letter from Nexon claiming copyright infringement. Now, copyright infringement to your to your previous employer is a huge deal because they're saying straight assets were lost or, or straight assets were used from there. Yeah. Darker Darker Devs saying we did nothing of the sort. We still have receipts for. We, they're like we we definitely bought assets from the um, Unity Store, Unreal Store, or whatever, and we have receipts yeah, for that on the web. Yeah, the they're like they're, we can point out all of these things. It was things the point we talk where, about doing all the time. This is the same, yeah. Things that we, yeah, we so uh, suggest, especially because we don't, we're like, don't yeah. reinvent the wheel. Um, yeah, especially like early on in development before, like, you have like a, a voice for your game or whatever, like, just get those assets, get something up and running, see if there's like a you know, a flavor for it, a taste for what you're trying exactly. to put out there, you know, exactly. I was uh, showing the boys uh, some of my games I had on HIO, and they're like, oh, did you do this art? Do you just I was like, no, no, I just uh, bought some of that, some of that's like CC0, I put credits in the, in the menu, but. For sure, it ain't me, bro. But yeah, yeah, we always promote like that type of stuff. Just like, especially as like a solo dev or like a small group, like yep. of like less than like a hundred people. Uh, yeah, don't reinvent the wheel, man. Just get that shit done. Like, your, your resources could be better spent elsewhere, especially like uh, early stages of a project, like the first six months. Yep, yep. So, um, next on, um, raid. Um, had had the police raid uh the darker darker dev studios. Look and seizing lab uh, laptops, computers, hard drives, looking for copyrighted material. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, or like stolen property, maybe too. Like you took yeah. our computers or hard drives or just whatever. Uh, man, know, this is files. this is a level it, of petty that it seemed like a fishing expedition more than like yeah, we have solid evidence. Yeah, like, and type the, of thing. the devs are like, okay, whatever. Well, you know, they're like, we we have the truth on our side. We'll see. And now the cease and desist um, happened. And the game got pulled from Steam until the legal troubles are finished. Um, this is a studio that has not made money yet. This is a studio that is banking that their game will be successful and will carry the studio forward for the future for not only support of Dark and Darker, but future projects. Yeah. Nexon, who as a whole... Um, and and the developers themselves made a joke saying their next copy pasted MMO that they've made, uh, one of the bosses 
um, was named the same name from the guy who who leads the Dark and Darker Dev Studio. Um, so, yeah. you know, there's there's some pettiness there. There's, but and Nexon has you know let's say infinite money, so they can drag a legal fight out for as long as they want. But yeah, compared to a studio with like zero dollars of revenue. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we're in a situation here where big big studio is trying to eat the little studio. And it happens all the time, man. It's true, but we as we as uh, gamers, we as consumers, are going to lose out. So my my thought here is a I I don't think that they were stupid enough to one to one use assets from Nexon, right? From their time at Nexon. The yeah. thing that they're saying is um if you develop if you started developing the game under our roof, it's our game. Which a lot of I believe like Korean studios and Japanese studios they run on that mode, right? They they're like, okay, you don't get to yeah. do that. Famously, U.S. studios like uh, the id Software guys, John Carmack, things like that. When they were working for Apogee, um, they were were making Commander Keen on the on the on the uh, uh, their systems uh, on the computers, yeah, on their systems just... on their off time, and Apogee, yep. you know, helped publish. But then they worked on Doom. Uh, on office yeah and then they got sued from them and they're like hey man this is making too much money you're too successful this is is ours you know so so u.s works a little different u.s the creator owns the the time the stuff you know yes it's like i think it's like uh, again not lawyers or anything i think it's like as soon as you like put out like something of artistic merit or something like that's the creators like you don't necessarily need to file like a copyright right or trademark if you yeah, keep your original or, assets um i've yeah. run into an issue on a paper trail uh, different youtube channel <laughs> and a different oh and, and my own twitch stream so I, I made my own music for twitch and i've gotten copyright struck for it i'm like the fuck are you talking about youtube yeah. um uh, I was like, I made this. They're all, and then it was just some random, like, like South African, like, just I assume Viewbot, just copyright striking everything, just flagging everything. Yeah, they claimed to own the song I made. So I'm like, okay, no, here's the original files. Here's the timestamps for when I made it. This was me, and I yeah. got the copyright strike just disappeared. And you know, I was re- re- you see this with like a lot of artists as well, where they uh, people grab your art and just re-upload it or uh, videos, yep. uh, cartoon videos and stuff. Like, yep, I'll put it on like other uh, platforms as well. Yep. So maybe you'll yep. do something on YouTube or DeviantArt or wherever, and they're like, "Oh, this is mine now." I put it on Instagram, and everyone's like, "Bro, it's not yours." Exactly. Exactly. And they're like, "No, so, I'm giving you exposure," and it's like, "You didn't even put credit for me on this thing, dude." So I don't know. And then it also seems like a lot of these like. uh Platforms are extremely slow to take action on a lot of that stuff, which, you know, is good and bad. Uh, but you also just, you know, keep that paper trail, keep the original copies and stuff, because you're going to have to, you know, somehow prove that it's yours. And then at a certain point as a creator or developer, like, it's, like how much time do you want to spend, like, you know, squashing all the people stealing your, your voice, you know, out there? Uh, but, you know, people try and put, like, uh, watermarks or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then people yeah. cut them out. People refill them. Like it's yep, a exactly. shady business. It's a huge problem yep. overall. Yep. That being said, um, I don't think uh, I don't think the devs are stupid enough to use just pure Nexon code, Nexon assets for it. Yeah. But here's the thing: the style of game of Dark and Darker, it's not something Nexon would typically do. So yeah. I feel like the project 
was pitched, sure. I don't think it was ever going to see the light of day from Nexon because they didn't know how to monetize it and and or anything. Because if you look at their state of lineups right now, the only game that has any, like, it's like their Counter-Strike knockoff that was based on, like, Source or 1.6 or whatever. But even then, that has, like, the goofiest, like like uh gameplay there's like a zombie mode that's like a main attraction to it there's like arcade style guns it's just it's it's weird um so you know my my heart goes out to the darker darker community and the devs um i just think that that they're suffering because they got it they happened to work for the wrong company previously um what are your thoughts on this man do you think that uh that they're in the wrong in any way or do you think that they just kind of got caught up in just a greedy ass uh separate company that wants to stifle them i think it's hard to tell and like i said i feel like it's a big like a big fishing expedition because it's hard to see exactly like you know maybe like when you look at like the screenshot side by side and i know that's kind of like a a trite like comparison but lawsuits have been settled like this with like a said dota and league of legends where they went to court and uh they famously like took screenshots of both games and they just asked normies on the street like are these the same game to people on the street and they're like no and that was like what the judges used to be like yeah people can tell these are different things you don't have a case here and they threw it out uh so it does come up you do have like like it's hard to know like where you have like unreal where they're helping out PUBG with their net code and then all of a sudden they like put out Fortnite, and you're like, okay, how much of this was like uh, inspired by, or how much of this did you just like straight up steal our idea? Because like if you look at like Fortnite, it was originally like a zombie survival game, and now it's like yep. uh, almost a one for one copy of our game, but like more cartoony and with like better netcode that you maybe helped us develop. Like we don't know, we don't like. Yep. So they had yep. like a lawsuit too. So it's like, yep. It, it's hard to tell. And then like you like to think, uh, you know, the better angels of like. Uh, parallel thinking is a thing uh, like when it's an idea's time like usually more than one people like extraction shooters have been like pretty hot lately so it's, it makes sense you just say like what if we took you know uh, extraction shooter plus medieval uh, or like elden rings uh, and made that a thing and you'd be like yeah it sounds like a slam dunk let's try that out uh, it doesn't seem like biggest resource commitment uh yeah i don't it's it just feels kind of shit because it's a big company but like and there also, it just seems like a lot of pettiness is coming out too from like Nexon side too, where it just seems like more personally motivated than uh, financially or like protecting your IP motivated. And it, they never like copyright, they never like, you know, trademark, they never put out like any screenshots or like put out like any filler for it. Yeah. Yeah. No one knew uh, it existed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. And like you said, there's like different work cultures as well. So like, and I'm not sure like what the non compete is as well. So like, if you like submit things with like Microsoft and stuff, you have to sign an NDA. Uh, and then like, they'll tell you straight up. Like if you're like a, a developer submitting games to like these publishers, they're like, yeah, just send us the game. Uh, and like, I'm pretty sure like these big publishers, they don't give a shit. They're not going to steal, you know, my game or your game. Uh, but you should probably keep a backup. You should probably, you know, just in case, like you never know, like, cause it's like parallel thinking. Like they might have, they, they have a lot of studios over there, you know, Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo. So it's like, the chances of them also like having like a similar idea. Like I said, I had like that weird uh, idea for like a Pagel like combat game. And yes. then I saw somebody else already do that. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> they did exactly the idea I wanted to do. And it was already done. And I was like, all right, well, and then other people are like, well, just make your own then. And like, uh, who cares? And I was like, yeah, but like, it's already out there. It's out in the world. And like, I can play it if I want to, I don't want to spend time doing like reinventing the wheel. Like I didn't have anything interesting or uh, personal to add to it. 
And I've heard people say like, that shouldn't stop you because like just the fact of you doing, it's going to make it like personal and interesting based on like your own, uh, you know, unique perspectives that you, that sure. you have and bring to a project. Sure. So I, I don't know. Like I, I kind of side with, uh, with the, the developers here of dark and darker more than Nexon, but it's just also weird. Like how law enforcement shit got involved. So it's, I don't know. That usually doesn't happen. Usually that, like yeah. happens in discovery at court. Like it's, it seems very malicious. It seems very much like they're trying to squash them before like, uh, they can get revenue, like start a company. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely seems like personally motivated. And like, unfortunately, like we live in a, a society where like, if you have a lot of money, you can just fuck somebody's life up. Uh, I, I don't know. I was, I proposed this like back with, uh, what was Cliff Bazinski's game? Lawbreakers. Yep. Uh, I said that with that word. Like if you're starting, a studio like you want to have like your regular c corp and then you want to have like another like llc with just like your ip yep. so that way like you're kind of like protected from those bubbles and like you're basically contracting worked out for like your idea on the other llc uh, and then like when that gets royalties and whatnot it, it pays back to the studio yep. uh, it, it's like a bit more convoluted a little bit more paperwork but it like helps protect you from like this type of shit uh so this way like if they had come at them they could be like listen we're just doing contract work for this other company that we also happen to own but you can't really come at us like this this is crazy like you have yeah. to go after that company and like there's like a ceiling to like what you can do legally but right hey it's just like you wish you wouldn't have to do like shit like that but like uh you've seen time and time again now with like bigger companies like especially like chinese companies because the laws are so different there and like this is how they how a lot of chinese companies do business and like i base a lot of this on like this uh youtube video so i was like uh uh, WhatsApp's like rise to power where like sure. they would uh, offer to buy a company and if they turned them down then they would be like all right they would just sue them and then like copy exactly like their product and put it yeah. on their store and yeah. then bury them in the app store so uh, you could see a world like that too with like uh with Google Play and, and like the uh, Apple store where if they decide to like bury like uh your idea or game like uh, there's not much recourse you have at that point like it's it's not it's like it's like well you should read the terms of service and whatnot so i don't know man what's right. your take on all this man uh i think i think i just think that um you know it seems petty and it seems that uh nexon it just have uh buyer's remorse they passed on it they're seeing how popular it is and they're going to do anything in their power to stop it from coming out um that's what it seems like to me so if the devs truly didn't steal anything I, I i think they're fine it just sucks that they're in this predicament and we probably won't be getting darker and darker anytime soon um, it's so, so we'll, weird too we'll that see. like they have the resources like just put out your own like it's right like just put your own like version of dark and dark like they have the resources where they could spin up that uh type of game within a month and it'd yeah. be better because they could put more money and resources behind it so it's like I don't, that was my biggest thing with like H1Z1 because when we started playing like the first Battle Royales, and yeah. I remember telling everybody, I was like, yeah, man, like a bigger company like Call of Duty is going to do this or Unreal or like one of these major studios. And everyone's like, no, nah, man, they're not going to do it like this. And then, like, you know, sure it took enough. like yeah. almost 10 years, but like, yeah, they all sure enough came in there and like ate their lunch. So it's, uh, it's tough, man, being like a, a little minnow in, a, in an ocean with whales. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so shout, heart goes out to to the devs there. Hopefully everything works out for you, and hopefully everything works out for uh, us, the consumers and fans of the game, uh, who really enjoyed it on the, these uh, playtests. Um, let's uh, just wrap up here. Just was kind of final thoughts, um, and uh, 
you know, morning uh, E3. It used to be the pinnacle of gaming summer, um, where where new consoles were announced, new games were announced. Uh, you know, famously the PS2, Dreamcast, Xbox were all revealed here. The um, price tag drop. You know, uh, the price price drops um the the mic drops you know n64 uh you know playstation uh, snes you know second genesis it it, it it we have you know two maybe three decades of just good memories as consumers i guess people who like worked it hated going there because of like parking traffic uh yeah. neighborhoods stuff conventions. Like that, but but um, <clears throat> E3 was always a fun time, and I'm personally sad to see it go. But once they started, they like swapped ownership, and they started to try and make it just more of an industry show and, and not have fans there. Then they tried to get everyone back. It, it, they definitely like, like dropped the ball. Um, so I think we live in an age where E3 is no longer needed and obviously um with the pandemic you know um i don't think it would have survived anyway you know just yeah. just in general it's just kind of death set up uh because because at some point the studios um saw that these online events that they control nintendo direct well for them. yeah nintendo directs yeah. xbox uh thing sony sony direct it's it all boost for them so you know now that being said my favorite E3 moment um, that I can remember would be uh, The Rock coming out to uh, introduce the, the Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, it's just it's it's always funny seeing Bill Gates interact with someone in pop culture because he just is the most giant nerd in the world, and it's 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 just always a funny juxtaposition of seeing two people there. So uh, that one and possibly. Um, uh, I think it was the oh nope the Halo Two announcement, H- Halo Two initial announcement probably my favorite one. So yeah, man, how about you? How do you feel about E three? Uh, any f- special memories that you remember? Uh, what was the price drop one? Was it like five ninety nine or something? Where he just literally drops the mic. It's like uh, he's, the, he's, the price versus walked... Xbox One. Yeah, yeah it's like he hey, just hey, drops the like, mic. Yeah, he's like this, is, and we're gonna be this price. Boom! Yeah, yeah. And just PS4. walks off like, yeah. like, dang, dude. <laughs> like that was it. Or that was, was all it? anyone wanted to know. Was that the PS3? I think it was the PS3, uh, Xbox 360. Actually, I think that's yeah. what it was because the PS3 was famously like six hundred dollars at launch. I think yeah. this is great news for Xbox because they seem to always fumble uh, like E3, like uh, with their pricing, with uh, their their DRM. Everything's always been shit for them. The connect all this shit's been bad for a while <laughs> they don't have like good uh live demo uh stuff apparently they right. can't get their shit together over there at microsoft so <laughs> i don't know yeah man it's cool i always watch like the nintendo direct and stuff we talk about them here and yep uh it's it's different uh to just see like every major studio and like i don't know youtube's kind of filled like a huge niche of that and like I feel like there's like a thing is like overhyped too for like games that like they sure. just build up year after year and it's like are they get stuck in development hell or whatever and you're like yeah like it, I don't know you end up like your cyberpunk situations where it's like at a certain point they get so many pre sales for a game that's not even finished that they're just like all right we gotta launch this we gotta collect that get that bag yeah uh, yeah so it creates like weird unnatural hype almost or like to the moon mindset uh, and yeah. I think with this maybe like shorter release windows, shorter uh, advertising to direct to consumers, 
you know, eh, there's, there's pros and cons to that. There's also something about like everybody being like, oh, did you see what happened at E3? Did you see this? Like, yeah. Ask yeah, people if they, well. they saw like, you know, uh, yeah, like Microsoft's uh, press conference or uh, Nintendo. And people are like, no, dude, I didn't even know that happened. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's, yeah, exactly. End of an era. End of an era, man. End of an era. Yeah. <coughs> castles made of sand go back into the sea eventually. Right. right. I'm Chipmunk. Right, and with me is always the Mr. Give P. <laughs> we're done damn dude you can't just can't, can't just castle in the sand on me and, and get just hit you with the hendrix boat i guess he did dude all right all right mr gimpy chipmunk i got we you <laughs> all right we out of here we'll see you guys next week Take care, peace everybody. like share subscribe